and welcome everybody to this week's episode of the Bonic Elbow Podcast. Host Ray, along with man Chris. Chris, how you doing, brother? Hey, I'm doing good, Ray. Well, you know, we weren't here last week. <clears throat> had just a bunch of stuff going on, and that was just crazy. Week. Yeah, it was crazy week. And this week we had Tony Givens lined up to come on. He called in, and the switchboard in the in yeah. the studio is not working for some reason. I have no idea why. I was working Tuesday night, two nights ago, to do all the election coverage and. For whatever reason, it is completely dead. The line has, it is no more. I've got it. Went got another switchboard. So I, I believe the the problems in the line. I can't find another phone line to even try and yeah, you're trying and rig yeah. it up. So unfortunately, we will not have Tony Givens on with us today to talk about the show this upcoming weekend. But what we will do is we will cover all the matches. And man, it's up. You know, Tony always has a great card. Yeah, uh, and I talked to Tony uh, when he did call us. You know, we couldn't get him to come through. I, I talked to him for a minute there while you were working on the lines. And he said he actually had a hard time getting this. He wasn't sure he would get this card together because he was kind of late booking it. Right. He said normally in the past, either in December, for a long time they couldn't get a date at the Civic Center in December. Then it switched. They couldn't get a date in November. So they usually don't have a November show. And But something came up. Something happened, and they ended up having an open date. So then he's trying to fill this date in a lot of guys were already booked uh, but from what he's put together man it looks like a pretty good card yeah you know that's and that is the genius that is Tony Givens that you know he he kind of scrambles to get everything put together and we'll, we'll do a quick rundown and we'll break down each match yeah. <clears throat> individually but here's the card as a whole Toby Farley and Chris Richards in a first blood match the Ugly Ducklings, who are the Innovate United States Tag Team Champions, versus the Gymnasty Boys, oh, which is White Mike and, and Timmy Lou. You got Devin Driscoll versus Lenny Stratton for the Innovate United States Heavyweight Championship. You have uh, the Heat Seekers versus the Cross Brothers. Uh, then we've got the Jones Boys and Tyler Foshi versus Rogue Six, which is going to be Jeff Conley, Wild Bill, Travis Lee. And then we have three contender ring matches. And the contender ring is kind of like your number one contender. Yeah. So anytime they can kind of challenge for the title. We got Chase Owens and Sean Schultz, Ali Shabazz versus Jordan Cage, and Wayne Atkins versus ATM. I mean, that's a that's a completely stacked Yeah, board. that's a really good card. Uh, I have a feeling the Cross Brothers may get involved with that Ugly Ducklings and Gymnasty Boys match somehow. Uh, they did call kind of call out the ducklings at the last show and then they had a little back and forth on twitter so there may be a little action there between those two teams yeah i think so you know ever since the cross brothers have gone heel uh i i feel like they've they're they're better heels i think so um and the attitude seems to fit them yeah that's one of those matches it's like they got a little chip on their shoulder you know and that's it's working out good for him. Yeah, I, I think that helps out quite a bit. <clears throat> so, you know, that's one of those things. Well, are the Cross Brothers, are they ready for a, a title match? You know, as the baby faces, I would have said no. But since they're heel turn, I'm I, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see them get a shot at the Ducks, at the Ducks belts. So let's go back up to the top. Kind of talk about each match individually. Toby Farley, Chris Richards in a first blood match. Yeah, that, right there. That's worth the price of admission alone. That will be wow. brutal. That that's going to be a brutal match. That it, yeah, that's going to be that's going to be a fight. That's not going to be a wrestling match. That's a fight. 
that's one of those matches that when you look at it just on paper and you just see, okay, you got Toby Farley and Chris Richards, you're like, wow, that's going to be a hell of a match and you have no idea, you know, who's going to win. But with Chris Richards being a member of the Illuminati yeah. and Toby Farley, you know, he's not, not going to stay one-on-one. No, no. And Farley is one of the innovate, one of their biggest guys, yeah. you know, him and uh, him and Chase Owens are the guys for innovate who aren't in the Illuminati. I do not believe that Toby Farley is going to walk out of that match. The winner. Uh, and if he does, he will pay dearly for it. Yes. The Illuminati, I feel like we're going to we'll beat, him, beat him down pretty badly. Uh, yeah, you're going to have to, if you can stream, if you get to go, you're going to have to live feed this show so I can watch it because I'm not going to get to go to the show. Right. Somebody, Tony Givens has said, bring your recording yes. devices, stream this one. Normally he doesn't because it's being recorded and it's on TV, but he said this time, bring your cameras, bring your phones, whatever, stream it, however you want to do it, get the show out there. Please do, because I want to see it. I'm not going to get to go. I've got so much going on between now and Christmas. There's just no way I can fit everything in. So Yeah. So let's look at the next match, the Ducks and the Gymnasty Boys. That's yeah, that's a world-class match. I mean, that's that's a match people go to see all over the country. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you, here's the thing. They're very different styles. Yes. Now, I've not seen White Mike in a tag match. But if White Mike in a tag match is anything like White Mike in a singles match... That is going to be a highly entertaining match. Uh, and the Ducks, I mean, anytime you have the Ducks, they're the champs for a reason. Yeah. You know, they have... Yeah, they're amazing. That's the only way to describe them. Quack, quack. <laughs> quack, quack. And those guys are like that all the time. Anybody who heard yeah. our interview with them knows that... We need to have them on again. Just kind of catch up with them. Yeah. See yeah, how things are going. Give them all a bunch of Xanaxes before they come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then you've got Devin Driscoll and Lenny Stratton for the U.S. title. You yeah, know, hey, I'm proud of Lenny Stratton for getting a title shot. Me uh, too. That's awesome. You know, Devin, Such a good guy. Devin Driscoll being the champion out of that last event uh, coming out of the Shocktober, right. the co-promoted event with Evolution and Innovate, that's a little bit surprising. I mean, we talked about it then – when you have Farley, Owens, Driscoll, I don't remember who the who the other guy in that match was. I it's uh let's see. Crap. Uh I don't remember. But it was remember. four. I mean, all four of those guys could have walked out of the, as walked out of there as champ. Yeah. But you kind of expect, well, it's gonna be Toby or Chase. I mean Yeah. But I guess you know if it's you, awesome for Devin. If, if yeah, if the Illuminati is your focus right now. You know, and you they're your NWO, I guess it kind of makes sense. It does. And we, we've, had, we've had Devin on the show. We've had Lenny yeah. on, both on the show, both great guys. Um, so that's going to that's gonna be a hell of a match. I'm interested to see if Nicole gets involved. She's, she normally does. Yeah. I don't, Devin Driscoll's a big guy to be in there throwing her around. <laughs> I don't know Driscoll, if I'd want to do that or not. Devin Driscoll is a large <laughs> man. I mean, why, Mike's no small person. Right. And But Devin Driscoll is... Another another yeah, size category up, but it, we could see. You know, me personally, I want to see ATM try to get involved and then just get raffle stomped by Nicole Payne. Yeah, that's personally what I want to see. And we'll be right back. And we're back. So, for the, we've been off the air for about seven minutes now. Of course, when you're listening to this back, it's going to sound like we're gone and we're back. But in that time, seven real world minutes has passed, and here's what happened. We got the phone line working. 
Tony Givens calls in. We're ready to have him on, and he can't hear us. Yeah, so we can hear him now. We can hear him fine, which, I mean, in theory is the good part, right? That's what you guys yeah. want to hear. You want to hear Tony. But if, <laughs> if he can't hear us, then we'll just say, hey, Tony, come on, just talk for 30 minutes <laughs> and then hang up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just kind of go for it and see what, what we can get. Uh, it would have been it would have been not a good interview, and I, I don't want to do that. So I, I spent a good minute apologizing to Tony for having to call us twice, take time out of his day. Which most of the time when we talk to Tony, we're just kind of sitting listening to him anyway. Which is uh, true. Because he he tells a great story. He really has a lot of information. So we spend most of our time interviewing Tony just listening. Yes. Uh, but unfortunately, we, we tried twice. <laughs> we weren't able to get Tony on. We will try to have him back on soon. I hope we have it fixed for next week. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, because we've got a guest scheduled next week all the way from California. It runs Pacific Coast Wrestling. Yes. Their champion champion is John Hennigan. Which is also known as John Morrison. John Morrison. Johnny Nitro. Johnny Mundo. Yeah, I mean, he's... And their they're roster's stacked. I mean, RVD's yes. there. There's guys from New Japan who are... Who were there? So we're gonna have him. We're gonna have him on next week. Yeah, hopefully Terry Funk is there. But so all that's what happened. So when you hear this, you're like, wait, why did they say they're back? Yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> we got the phone line fixed, and then it unfixed. So onward with the show must go the on. The show must go on. So Peace Seekers and Cross Brothers. We yes. talked about the Cross Brothers a little bit before. Now a heel tag now, team, and now they're in there with uh, one of the best teams in the business. So absolutely one of the best tag teams in the world. That'd be good. I would. I mean, the Heat Seekers are. I, I kind of do it like this: you've got the Usos, the New Day, and then I think everybody else is. I, I put the Revival right there when they're healthy. I would like when, to when they're when they're on when, when they are healthy and there, th- there's not a better team in the world than the revival. I would like to put the revival. The there. matches just, that they have had when they've been able when they've been healthy, they've had yeah. great they had great matches in yeah. NXT. Yeah, I they've been hurt ever since they've been to the main roster. I want to see them on the main roster. Man, they, but, they've had crap luck. Man, it's been crazy injury. You know, a broken jaw and this. That, it's just been. Weird. I would, you know, I would easily put the Heat Seekers on that same level with Ambrose and Rollins as yeah. a tag team with Sheamus Se- Se- and Cesaro. I mean, yeah. I think that that yeah, they Elliot that and Sigmund are right there yeah. on on that level. I, I, but I don't think there's anybody on the level with the Usos and New Day right now. What no, they showed us just, yeah. multiple times. You put them together, man. It's something special. It is unbelievable when those two teams work together. So now you have the Cross Brothers who. Were the heels? They beat the Jones boys at the last NWA Smoky Mountain event. Yeah, to become the NWA Smoky Mountain Tag Team Champions, and then NWA Smoky Mountain goes away. So now they're just the Cross Brothers again. No titles, but excuse me. Well, a win over the Heat Seekers would put you put in them in good line for that shot. I would. I want to see Cross Brothers in the Ducks. Yeah, I think it would be. It's coming. I, I, a fantastic I it's coming, match. So. I think it would be really solid. Then we have a six-man tag match with the Jones Boys and Tyler Foshi, uh, who was a member of the G Squad. Who was? Do we have this match last show? 
There was a six man. Except uh, the only difference was Austin West was with him. Austin West was with him. With him, and uh, the giant wasn't there. Right, and we got uh, Conley, Wild Bill, and Travis Lee. Travis Lee. Travis Lee was there last show. We still had the six man between them, but I wonder why Austin West isn't. He may come out and get involved again because he's he's not finished with Tyler Foshi. No, he's not. And in that that storyline is as old as time. You know, as long as there's been tag teams, there's been the tag team split up. Yeah. You had it with the Steiners. You had it with HBK uh, and, and Marty. And Marty Gennetti. Well, just recently, we had it with Enzo and Cass. Enzo and Cass. I mean, it happens often. Yeah. It, you know, I read an article not that long ago. That there's about a dozen wrestling archetypes, and every single feud can fall into one of them. Yeah. Uh, and then the tag team split up has been around forever. So I think we're going to get, we'll get some more out of that with Austin West and Tyler Foshi. But for now, it's just the Jones boys, the former NWA Smoky Mountain champions and Tyler Foshi versus Rogue Six. Oh, Conley was the other guy in that match. Yeah. Because Conley stole the belt. So yeah. Tony put him in the cage so he couldn't run away with it. Yeah, that's right. I don't know why that just clicked, but it did. Yeah, that- and then we have the three contender ring matches. Wayne Atkins and ATM. Austin Tyler Morris. Very good match. Similar styles. Small yeah. guys, but very good. Uh, you know, uh, Wayne Atkins and ATM, maybe the two smallest guys on the roster. They're maybe. not very tall. They're not real big, but they're phenomenal I think those workers. two and Caleb Courageous are probably the three smallest guys. Yeah, there. Caleb Courageous is, is, is a small guy. But that takes nothing away from their work. No, no, absolutely and, not. You know, those are the guys who I like to see the most when they give them a chance to really yeah. kind of go out and cut and cut loose. Ali Shabazz, the human action figure, making his return after Man, what I seems I'm not like get forever. To see him this time. Uh, I talk to him now and then on Facebook and things. Uh, but yeah, I hate I'm not going to get to see him. But he's an incredible talent. Yes, he's been around for a while. And I don't know if we mentioned this before. The night after. We were in Indianapolis for Night of Champions. Okay. That Monday was, was that Monday the night after Sheamus and Cesaro's debut match as a tag team? Or did it take a week before Foley put them together? Mm. Either way, their first match on Raw was against Ollie and some other guy. Really? Yeah. Well, I did not realize yeah, that. That was their first tag match. Sheamus and Cesaro was against Ollie Shabazz. That's awesome. I, I yeah. honestly didn't know that. He's going to get Jordan Cage for one of the contender rings. That's going to be a good match. That will be a fantastic match. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jordan Cage. Cage is a good talent. A member of the Illuminati. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to. None of their matches are going to be one-on-one. No. I don't know how many of those Shabazz matches. Shabazz maybe will fight off a couple of them by himself, though. He's a pretty big guy. And super athletic. Yep. And then the, the last the last match we're talking about, Chase Owens versus Sean Schultz for the contender ring. Now, we saw this match not that long ago. Um it was a good match. Maybe Great February. match. It was your match of the night. It was it was my match of the night when that was our was that our first? That was our first time we did match of the night. First time we did match of the night. And it was. It was my match of the night. It was a great match. Very good storytelling. The two guys there was it was a very different kind of match. It was. There was a lot of that you know, in, in wrestling we call it that feeling out period. Yeah. But it was a lot of joking. It was very entertaining. Yeah. And I expect to see something similar. Yeah, you're, 
I mean, you're going to have a hard time looking around and finding two better guys right. to put in the ring than those two. Sean Sultz has been around a long time. He is still incredible. Oh, yeah. And for Chase sure. Owens, you know, he's one of the best in the world. So Without a doubt. Uh, you know, Chase just did another stint in Japan. And according to Tony, when I talked to him, kind of really quick after this, he is going to be at King Sports Saturday. I think he came home today. He's leaving very soon after that to go back to Japan. Chase announced it, so I guess we can announce it as well. Chase and Bad Bad Luck Fale are entering the World Tag Lead in New Japan. And so. that will be a hell of a team. Yeah. Do we know the other teams in that yet? I don't I don't know. I, I just saw Chase announce that the other day, so I haven't looked at the teams. That's a formidable team to say the least. Now, wasn't Chase in the World Tag League with Omega last year, or was that? Did they tag for that last year? I don't remember if they were in the. I don't, were they in the World Tag League? I feel like they were in some. They were in. They were some in something, but I don't know if it's the World Tag League or not. I yeah, know I they don't were in some it. kind of tournament. Yeah, but Fale's a big guy, and that's he's a big bruiser and gets in there, and then Chase does his thing, you know. So that's that's a pretty good combination. It will be. I agree. It'll be a fantastic team. It, it's it's contrasting styles. Yeah. Chase is going to play the Ricky Morton role, I believe. Yeah. They work well together. I've watched a few tag matches with them. They work really well together. They do. No, I agree. I, I just, I feel like we're going to see. Yeah, Chase is going to be in the selling. Volley hot tagging yeah. and, and going in and just crushing yeah. people. Um, it'll be, it'll, that's, that's going to be a hell of a team. I'm, I'm interested to see who the other teams are. Here's the thing. You know, we were planning on having Tony on, and we have Tony on, as you said earlier. Usually we end up talking about just tons of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's hard to prep because yeah. you don't know how much, if any time you're going to have to talk about anything else. So I didn't look that stuff up. Yeah. I was just like, well, it's why would I need to know this? Yeah. Uh, that shows me that I need to prepare more. <laughs> <laughs> but the it's it's this Saturday night. This show will go up. I'm going to come in tomorrow. I can't get the can't get this on tonight. I'm going to come in early tomorrow. I'm going to set an yeah. alarm and come in. Get the show, take it home, edit it, hopefully up by noon. So there'll be time. But really. And Tony told me, uh, I told him I'd go ahead and announce it for him. He hasn't uh, advertised it a lot because he didn't want to overshadow this event. Next Saturday in Mount Carmel, Innovate is doing a show for their Mount Carmel toy drive. Oh. He does it. He did it last year. And it's all 100% charity. He said he had a really hard time getting it booked. Because he only uses local guys for his charity events because he can't pay guys to come in from out of town because right. he's not getting paid. Right. Uh, so everybody was booked. But he finally got enough guys together, and he, he's putting on this show next Saturday in Mount Carmel. Mount Carmel, okay. Yeah, so so if you can, you know, go this Saturday. But if you if you can go to Mount Carmel, if you live in the area, you know, go help it out. And, you know, like I said, all the proceeds go to a toy drive there, buy some kids some toys for Christmas. So Great cause. Yeah. You know, that's one thing that Tony does. I think he started last year yeah. with the coach, and then he's done multiple events. Yeah. And those are awesome. It's good to see that the guys, you know, Tony's willing to set it up. you got guys come in willing to work it. Yeah. And the money go to, to a good cause. They said, you know, usually the guys don't have – the guys around here, they have no problem working it for free because they know it's for what it's for. Uh, but he had a hard time booking. Most of them were already booked that weekend. And then he didn't want to bring guys in from out of town and have to play. Because that's the weekend before Survivor in. Series. Yeah. So, but yeah, hats off to Tony again for doing a show like this. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
All right, so let's move on to some WWE stuff. All right. Chris Jericho. You going to talk about oh, Chris Jericho? Well, let's t- let's take <laughs> that, a pause. That's still WWE, right? <laughs> uh, well, even if it wasn't, we should talk about it. Because he is Chris Jericho. He, yes. We talk about him no matter what. So at the last New Japan event, Omega is building for Wrestle Kingdom, yes. which is in January. January 4th. This is always the time when they start to do the build for it. We find out who yeah. you know the matches are starting to come together. Yeah, I really thought we would see Omega and Cody Rhodes at Wrestle Kingdom this year. Well, we're gonna talk about that yeah. too. We yeah, we do have some stuff to talk about. Yeah. So Omega's out there, and I don't speak Japanese, and there are no subtitles, but I'm sure he was talking crap about the guys in the back not wanting to challenge him. Yeah. And then this vignette starts to play, and even if you didn't know who it was, as soon as you saw the countdown. You knew who it was. Yeah. And then there it is. Chris Jericho challenging Kenny Omega yes. to a match at, at Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom, Kingdom 12. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And there are people actually mad at Jericho and Omega for the way they've handled this, which is absolutely insane. How have they handled it? Well, because they went back and forth for a few weeks before this announcement came out on Twitter. Like the Jericho was... Really sound like he really could not stand Kenny Omega in New Japan. And they were back and forth big time on Twitter for a couple weeks. Now that I knew. Well, I didn't know that th- was. Then they, they announced this. And then Jericho says, ha, we fooled you. <laughs> and all these people are getting mad. I, I w- read all these comments of like, come on, you know, this is not 1980. You know, we, we're smarter than this. You shouldn't treat us like we're stupid fans. We're smarter than this. Obviously, they're not. <laughs> Clearly not. Because if they, say, if they got upset anything if you're seeing chris jericho and kenny Mm -hmm. omega what are you upset about who cares how they build it chris jericho if you know anything about him he is in character 100 percent of the time because it's not not a character no it is him that's who chris jericho is and he still believes in building storylines building you know he he built this up everybody got involved everybody was what's going on between jericho and omega you know these guys that's the way you build stuff. That's Absolutely. the way you sell tickets. And I'm, you know, I'm going to say, here's something I do want to say. I'm not going to say who tweeted this, but you can, I'm sure you can find it. Yeah. And you might have seen this. Somebody who we don't like, you'll know who I'm talking about. Right. We do not like them. Posted on Twitter after the announcement that if you think that Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega is going to be match of the year, that you're insane. Somebody that we do not that we oh that we do not like. Yeah, I got you. I got you. He put that on Twitter. Come that, on. That if you think that Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega is going to be match of the year, you're insane. That could be match of the all time universe. I mean, you've got Kenny Omega, who is arguably One he and AJ Styles. Top two yeah. guys in the world. Agreed. You've got Chris Jericho, who's been one of the top guys in the world for 20-some years. Yeah. And can still go at the level he did 15 I mean, years ago. literally 24 years yeah. Jericho has been just and absolutely one of the when best. When he's in the ring, he's still one of the best. Look at, look at what him and AJ did. Yeah. There's a reason that Chris Jericho, AJ Styles' first match... Yeah. And WWE was against Chris Jericho. But there's a reason everybody wants to work with Chris Jericho. Yeah. Uh, this match is going to be phenomenal. It is. Uh, and who, yeah. Uh, our friend who said that is insane. Uh, 
I've wait, maybe he just thinks his matches are going to be match of the year. I don't know. I feel like there's but, some. I feel like there's some butt hurt in there. A little salty. Yeah. A little salty. And you know what's crazy? That's how I found out about it. Oh really? Yes. Huh. I. It, it was. Because uh, it happened in the middle of the night. I found out from Jr. I think. And I woke up. I woke up late because I'd been up late the night before. Yeah. So I'm scrolling through Twitter and I see that tweet and I'm just and. I'm not even sure why I saw it because yeah. I do not follow that person on Twitter. Yeah. Someone I do. Right. Or, or Maybe it, tagged, did he tag Jericho and Omega in it? I don't was follow it? them either. Oh, I, only, okay. I don't follow people. I, yeah. My Twitter followers is like a hundred. I don't follow <laughs> a lot of people on Twitter because I keep up with the news. Yeah. You know, I read so much of it during the day, so I don't, I don't need it. Yeah. My well, Twitter I, feed. I follow Chris Jericho everywhere. Of course. But, but no, so I'm not even sure why I got that tweet in my feed. Someone who I follow yeah. must have retweeted it. But I'm like, well, if that's real, he's nuts. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, I go I go to my wrestling news sites, and boom, there it is. It's official yeah. Jericho Omega, Wrestle Kingdom 12. And I'm like, holy hell, that dude is insane. He's yeah. the one who's nuts. That match is going to be fantastic. Yeah, I saw. I first saw it from a post from Jim Ross. And That's, that's you know, the first thing I saw. A few years ago, and that's January 4th, you said. Yes, I'm pretty sure that's what I said. I could be a day or two off, but that's... Maybe six years ago, UFC held an event on January 1st, New Year's Day. Yeah. It was Saturday night, New Year's night, and it was Frankie Edgar. And I don't remember who the guy's name was in the main event for the 155 title. They fought to a five-round draw. Now, draws rarely happen in the yeah. UFC. I actually think it was a split decision draw. So one one judge had Frankie the winner, one judge had the other guy, and one judge had it a draw. So yeah. you have a split decision draw, which never happens. And it was match of the year. It was fight of the year, January 1st. I feel like this is what we could get with Omega and Jericho. Three days technically into the new year, you have the front runner for match of the year and everybody else is trying to beat that. Yeah. Now there are matches that I feel WWE could put on. If we get a, we get AJ and Nakamura that could beat that. Um, you know, I would like to see Finn and, and Seth Rollins again. Where Finn doesn't get hurt 45 seconds into the match. Right. But WWE is going to have, and there's a ton of women's matches. I mean, I mentioned two guys' matches, but there are a ton of women's matchups that could technically happen that could beat that. But you are going to have Jericho and Omega on January 4th set a bar and dare every other person that steps into a wrestling ring for the next 360 yeah. days say, beat it. That's what Jericho does. He has said that's what he does every time he goes in a ring. He wants to go in and be and set a standard and say, look, you go out and top that. Yes. So And Omega, I'm sure Omega is the same way. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a match. And... Yeah, this anybody else who wrestles in twenty eighteen, good luck. I mean, we've seen Omega and Okada twice. And, and and now we get to see Omega Jericho. Yeah. And and Jericho has a huge following in Japan. He does. He spent a lot of time over Jericho there. Jericho got his start in Japan. Yeah. Before he ever went to ECW, WCW, yep. that's where he was. He has a huge fan base over there. 
massive it's fan gonna base. be incredible so let's 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 sidestep a tad <laughs> and go did new japan pull a wwe and tease this thing with cody and omega and then us not get it i don't know man i don't know what happened there did so maybe did, I, I don't know did his exclusivity contract of course it doesn't keep him from wrestling in japan but did his Ring of Honor contract keep him in the States longer than New Japan would have liked for them to put him in that spot? Yeah, maybe he's got some stuff going on in Ring of Honor during that time that he can't be there. And because if Ring of Honor has a show, Cody Rhodes has to be there. Right. So maybe that's what's going on. Maybe they just don't. I really thought we were going to see... I really thought we were going to see the fracture. Yeah. That has to Elite. be hard to work around. Elite versus the Bullet Club. Yeah. Because look, I love Kenny Omega. Yeah. But he doesn't... When he talks, he talks about the Elite. elite. Yes. It's rarely... I mean, he still does the two sweet. And he, you yeah. know, he took the picture with Chase and, and Marty Skrull. The, the Halloween picture yeah. <laughs> with him dressed up as they Prince. Wrestled, did they wrestle a match like that? I know they came out. I have that, no idea. Probably. I think they wrestled like that. Probably did. New I, Japan I think, does I think it was a six man. I think it was a six-man tag. Yeah. New <laughs> Japan does all kinds of insane <laughs> stuff like that, which is great. I mean, and it was incredible. But, <laughs> but a lot of the times when you hear Omega talk, he talks about the elite. Yeah. Not the Bullet Club. And I feel like that was setting up for it. That it was setting up for... The, the splitting like they did right. with the wolf pack and the black and the white to have Cody Rhodes lead the Bullet Club and have Kenny Omega lead the elite, him, yeah. the Jacksons, and maybe one or... Yeah, a couple more. Maybe. But I think that has to be hard. That's what I was going to say. has to be hard to work around for New Japan. With Cody yes. being under this contract with Ring of Honor, he's the Ring of Honor champion. For them to work storylines... Uh, when Cody's not there all the time and having to figure out, well, when is Cody going to be there? Well, what can we do with him this time to lead up for the next time that he is going to be available to be here? Right. So to me as a promoter, that would be very hard to work. It just, it just blows my, it just makes me appreciate what Tony's able to do yeah. even more. Cause Tony's not just working around ring of honor. Tony's working around five Everybody, or six yeah, other companies all kinds of schedules. Cause all these guys work basically somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I still have hope. I, I'm not. I'm not buried my hope for yeah, Rhodes Omega. I think we'll still get it. It just may not. Be, I just guess it's not going to be at Wrestle Kingdom. It's not buried like the living in you know, living in America is with Rusev. That's right. buried and gone. Well, I hope Sister Abigail's buried and gone. I hope that's buried and gone. <laughs> I, I still have hope because uh, did, if you if you saw Raw when the New Day was in the ring, who were the first three guys out? Finn and the boys. Yeah. Leading the pack, Finn, yep. Gallows and Harrison on either side of him. Just, just do it for God's sake. Just do it. Yeah. I mean, just. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. And bring AJ with him. Yeah, fine. <laughs> I'm yeah. Put them all together. I don't know. How can it be? That's one of the things I want to talk to. I want, we get to talk to Tony. I, I don't care if it's two weeks from now and they've got nothing coming up. I want to talk to Tony or three weeks because that'll be Thanksgiving week. Yeah. But after Thanksgiving. I want to talk to Tony about booking the obvious. Yeah. Because to me, it makes so much sense. And I'm not a booker. And that's one of the reasons we love having Tony yeah. on and why we end up talking about random things. 
because you know I have the fans' perspective. You have a ex wrestler's fans' perspective. Right. Neither of us have ever been a booker. Tony can give us a totally different perspective on yeah. things. And by the way, speaking of me being an ex wrestler, uh, Carlos Stapleton sent me a message the other day. We actually tagged me in a thing. I saw this. this are is you, out of the way. Are you getting back in the ring for one more? Well, we're trying to work a reunion show. This is what <laughs> I saw Carlos Williams posted on that. Denny Cooley is in. If we can get together and work this out, uh, we've got several other guys we we'll have to talk to. Hopefully, we can get Big Frank Parker, uh, who's been on WWE and everywhere in the world. He's one of our good guys we worked with. Maybe Ricky will come over and work with us. I've got one more in me. Oh, if they oh. can put this together, I have one more in me. I don't care who they put me in the ring with. Uh, hopefully, my pick would be Toby Cooper. Mike, Mike Cooper to all you Evolution guys. I mean, Innovate guys. I've worked with him many times. Great worker. Or Kevin Neary, who was my tag partner, who I turned on in Knoxville. <laughs> uh, I would like to have another go at Kevin Neary. He and I have some unfinished bit. Nah, really, we're really good friends. <laughs> but when we get in a ring together, we both we kind of know what each other's thinking, right? Because we tagged so many times. And, you know, not to, I'm I'm not conceited by any stretch of the imagination. But Kevin and I put on some really good matches when we were feuding down toward Knoxville. Uh, and I had the guy. He said, "Man," he said, "I have a limited budget." If I could pay you guys tons of money to come every week, I would pay you whatever it took to have you here every week because you guys put on the best match of the night every time you're here. Uh, I don't know. Kevin's really busy now. He's a minister. Uh, But hopefully if we can get this thing together, I will talk to him and see if we can't put on a show for some people here. Well, I'll just say this. If this happens, and like I said, I saw Carlos's post. I saw a lot of people posting on it. If that happens... You can bet that the Bonicello podcast will be there live streaming the event, maybe doing some some color commentary, little yeah. play by play. We'll be there. Yeah. I will be there. I mean I may need an extra EMT on hand for me. It's been a long time, but Well, you know, here's the thing. I, I told Carlos, you know, go back to Toby Keith here. I'm not as good as I once was, hey, but I can be as good once as I ever was. Well, there you go. And that's all it takes just one night only. Well, Look, we can we can call Lewis in, or the the owner here at the station, yeah. technician, engineer. He does a lot. Of, will, wears a lot of yeah. hats. He's an EMT. Have him come down, be on standby, just yeah. to, just in we case. Have, we have to have one there anyway for insurance purposes. Of course. Uh, the, the problem is in the state of Virginia, it's still licensed. Professional wrestling is still licensed, which is absolutely retarded. Agreed. To, to, <laughs> uh, it is choreographed. It is staged. It's the same as acting. I don't have to have a license to put on a play. I don't have to have a license to be an actor. But I have to have a license. The thing is, the promoter has to have a license. All the talent has to get a wrestling license. So we will have to know in enough advance for everybody to file their wrestling license. I think it's like 50 bucks. And it's not. And if we we filed now and got it, 1st of January, we'd have to get a new one. So we're going to have to schedule this sometime in the next year if we do it. Uh, that will be the only holdup for us is being able to get everybody's licenses and, and getting things together. Uh, I think that's the only problem. We can get find a guy probably who has a promoter's license who would come down to the show and help us run it so that we're just covered under his license. Uh, I'm sure we could do that. You know, but just getting all the talent to get their licenses would be the 
thing, which is, like I said, it's stupid. Well, you know, it's not like we don't know a promoter. He doesn't have Virginia license. Oh. That's why he doesn't run in Virginia. Because it's, it's like 500 bucks to get a Virginia license, plus you have to be, plus you have to be bonded uh, to a certain amount and, and all this stuff and have insurance and you have to have this and that to run a show in Virginia. That's why nobody runs one around here anymore. They made it ridiculous. Uh, it is ridiculous. Yeah. But, you know, Vince McMahon fought it back when everything, you know, kayfabe ended. The state of Virginia was part of that problem because he told them, he said, I'm not buying a promoter's license. I'm not running a sporting event. Makes sense. He took them to court. He won. So I'm not Vince McMahon. I don't have Vince McMahon's money. But I think we could do this and say, look, it's already been handled in the courts. If we run one show, who's going to know anyway? Well, yeah, there's, so it's already been handled in the courts. Vince McMahon, there is a precedent. If there's a legal precedent, then that's what that's how legal if, precedents work. Just because Vince McMahon owns this huge corporation, which is now wrestling entertainment, makes it no difference than the rest of us. The, the guys that work for WWE, they don't have to get a license to come to Virginia and wrestle. They, they don't. don't. Then because, I don't know why we would have to have a license. Because, we need an attorney. Anybody know, anybody know any attorneys who could give us some legal advice Because his here? company does not, because he won that court battle. They do not have to have a license for him to run shows in the state of Virginia because it is not a sporting event. Well, then, you know what we need? We need, what we need, if anybody's out there who knows an attorney, we I need. I know plenty of attorneys. We need an attorney to come give us some legal advice and answer some legal questions about why. If one company doesn't have to have a license, if you're doing the same thing that company, like the exact same thing that company's doing, yeah. why the hell you would need and a license? All it is is money. That, that's all it's about. For the state of Virginia, it's all about money. And, and I'm, I know this went way off topic of what we were talking about, but... I'm going to reach out to our to it, our new governor and find out what the deal is. Yeah. I, I'm a constituent. But I it it, it is, is under the... Uh, uh, I don't know. I can't Probably remember Probably the, the Boxing and Athletic Commission. But, but no, it's a... Yeah, it, it is commissioned. It's under the licensed professional licensing something. We have to get a license just like a doctor has to get a license to go wrestle. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. It's a licensing corporation. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's stupid. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. Yeah. But going back to what... Sorry. Going back to what we were saying... <laughs> Talk about a tangent. <laughs> we would... We would be there if... if I mean, if Chris is there wrestling, then I'll be there to to do something. I don't know what. Yes. And Chris will be 100% heel. I promise that. That would be. That's the only time, that's the only time I get to be a jerk. It would be entertaining. <laughs> no doubt about it. I try not to be in my daily life. I run a business. I don't want to run everybody off. But when I'm in the ring, I am a jerk 100%. The the licensing fee is a hundred and twenty five bucks. Yeah, look at that. For us to run one show, guys aren't going to pay it. No, that's. Cause I wouldn't use it again. I, I don't know. Hopefully, we can find a way around this. We would need a lot of people to show up. Hopefully, we can find some kind of loophole. <laughs> yeah. So I'm saying and, we need an attorney. Yeah, and, and get find through us, this because to find us a we should not have to be licensed. Okay, so a couple things from WWE before we go. Yeah, got just a few minutes left here. Uh, the standout spots. Did Vince Russo write the first segment of Raw this week? <laughs> That's what I thought. When I saw that we had Elias and Jason Jordan 
and a, With guitar a guitar and a pole, pole match. I'm like, did Vince hire, did McMahon hire Russo again? What in the hell is going yeah. on here? What a waste of Elias Sampson. Well, at least I'd hear him sing this week. I mean, that's the Dude, only I, th- I enjoy it. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah. That's not the singing. I, I, I like yeah, it. He's I, a great I, performer. Yeah, I, I do enjoy him sitting there singing the songs and ticking the crowd off. Apparently in the UK, him and the boys covered Oasis's Wonderwall. No. Oasis <laughs> is a British band. Yeah. So you had Elias playing guitar, and then you had Anderson and Gallo singing. And the fans were super into it. It was, yeah. it was just, I just, you know, it wasn't a live event. I mean, it was a live event, but not a right. taped event. Oscar um, uh, absolutely destroyed some poor local girl. Oh man, it that was, was brutal. It was a, it was a drumming. Joe and Finn Balor was solid. Yeah, of course. What, what else do you expect? Uh, and, and that's exactly what I expect, honestly. Um. Sasha Banks and Bailey versus Nia Jax and Alicia Fox was as good as it could have been when you have you Alicia know, Fox, Alicia in, Fox in a match. Of course, <laughs> she tapped out to, to Sasha Banks. Yeah. Um, See, I was thinking yesterday, I was like, why is Alicia Fox the captain of this? And I was like, she takes the loss that saves the other. But it's an elimination match, right? Survivor Series is an elimination it's match. It's elimination. So that doesn't quite work because uh, the other girls are going to have to get pinned too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, if it was a straight-up match, then you let Alicia Fox get pinned and it saves everybody else. But I don't know what's – I think SmackDown's going to win that match. I think Raw wins the men, SmackDown wins the women. Of course, we haven't made our picks yet, but I think that's the way we're going. Even though the new announcement, John Cena is the fifth member of Team SmackDown. I think it's because – so well, let's talk about title changes. Two yeah. happened this week. Yes. The Shield gets beat by Sheamus and Cesaro. Yep. Become the tag champions. And then AJ Styles beats Jinder Mahal to become the WWE champion. Yeah. And WWE, stop spoiling your own shows. Don't send me spoilers in the middle of the day. On your own app. a show that's coming on that night on your own app. I know other people are going to spoil it. You don't have to. I got it spoiled on Twitter. I would not have known had it not been for WWE sending me a notification both days that there was a huge title change. Yeah, that's... That's bad. They shouldn't. That's bad. No. That's not good for business. No. So, Jinder and AJ. AJ wins the title. Right. I don't know if he drops it back. With John being... So, so here's a question. If AJ drops the title, what do you do with him? Yeah, I don't know. Are you going to have a show where you're... (laughs) I mean, Cena's the biggest guy in WWE, but he's not a SmackDown guy. You're going to have a show... With AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn not being on the not card. Not there. <laughs> not there. But I don't see I don't see them building this up to have with Jinder and Brock for AJ to go get squashed at Survivor Series. Literally, m- maybe not. something I happened. Not want, yeah, maybe maybe it did. Cena was not scheduled for Survivor Series. No. Uh, not to wrestle. Everything I had heard said he was going to be a referee. Oh, really? Everything I had read, he was going to be the special guest referee between Brock and Jinder. That was, I mean, I had heard tons what? of rumors about That's that. That's weird. Why would why would he have been a referee they between gonna, Brock and Jinder? It was going to work into the story. Yeah. Something's happened. I don't know what. Yeah. Maybe Jinder's hurt. I've heard that he's kind of had a little bit of a shoulder injury. He's been working through it. Maybe that's worse than they thought. Uh, I don't know. 
But with them adding Cena to the team, yeah. that takes AJ's spot. Right. How do you not have... Yeah, I don't know. Raw's not going to have Roman because Roman's hurt. Yeah, or Ro- still Roman's sick. sick. Not yeah. hurt. He's sick. Uh, very different things. Roman is legitimately sick. Yeah. Like, Bray, viral... Is, is Bray better? He wasn't on Raw. He wasn't on Raw, but I heard he's been backstage. Maybe yeah. he's not. Maybe he's... That viral meningitis really takes a toll on your body even yeah. once you're over it. Yeah. Because it's done so much damage during its... Yeah. While you're sick with yeah, it. I really hope both those guys get better quick, man. So that's the reason you're not going to have Roman. But if you're just going to have AJ drop the belt to gender, why put AJ on, Why put Cena on the team? Yeah, I don't know. Because now you're not going to have... You, you know, Raw's face, quote-unquote, whether people want to like it or not, is Roman Reigns. Yeah. AJ's the face of SmackDown. Yeah. Roman's, Except when John's there. Right. Well, <laughs> when so with, with Roman being sick, that makes sense why he's not there, but to leave AJ completely off the card, to have him not represent the house that AJ Styles built. Maybe we have a triple threat. With who? Well, it wouldn't make sense for it's not for a title or anything. I don't know why you'd have a triple threat at Survivor Series. I don't know. I'm just trying to throw spitball things out there, you know. And I don't know. But that leads me to this. I I don't want to see it. I don't want to see AJ get squashed. And it's gonna happen. Unless the boys come out and help him, which is a well, long shot. I would be okay with that. Uh but that's not gonna happen either. They won't do anything with the boys. Uh maybe Finn. Maybe Finn comes out yeah, and beats down Brock. <laughs> I don't know. Again, don't know. WWE, WWE has swerved themselves into some weird yeah. corner where it's like, okay, sure, the fans in the UK got a hell of a show. They yeah. got to see like something. Unless something, unless something's going on we don't know about. But still, I don't know where you go because you just look look at the size of AJ Styles in the ring with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, even you put Finn in there. Finn's not a big guy either. No, Brock could destroy both of them <laughs> theoretically. So in a real know. fight, I think. Yeah, he would I, I don't know. I don't know where you're going now, but and other big news: Alexa Bliss isn't going to be champion very long. Okay, now so here's what I found out. <clears throat> PW Insider had a report. Yeah. Okay, that said Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax had been arrested. Right. For DUI, and they found marijuana. Yeah. The problem is that uh, entire article. People have screenshots of it. Like, people have screen grabs. So right. You can see the article, the original article, is gone. Oh, wow. Nobody else is reporting it. So, who knows what's going on with it? Oh. So, the report was there. It was yeah. published. There are copies of it floating around. Either the, either the source was very wrong or Vince has spent a lot of money to hide this. Yeah. And, and you know, I honestly believe it's possible for both. Yeah. But the original PW Insider article is gone. The URL is dead. There's no Google cache of it, which yeah. is weird. But there's screen grabs of it. So you could, I mean, now they could be fake, mm-hmm. right? So the thing with Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax is a very working deal. I will say we'll know for sure by, on Monday. On Monday, if they just bury them and they can do it subtly, yeah. Right, they can do it subtly without giving stuff too much away, but pay a keen eye to any time Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss are mentioned. Yeah, if they're completely not mentioned, bad news. Yeah, or if they kind of subtly diss them a little, they throw a little shade their way. You that could that's a bad sign. 
Right. But we'll see what happens. I don't know. Yeah. I, I hope it's false. I agree. For, for both their sakes, especially with what's going on with Nia right now. Uh, she just she came back after asking for this leave and this and that. If this was true, man, she may be done. Uh, and Alexa Bliss, she's on such a hot roll as a champion on Raw. And I really want to see Alexa Bliss and Asuka go at it oh, soon. So me too. I hope this is false. Agreed. Now, we do know that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are in the doghouse. And that's yes, what we're going to end the show on. Or that's what we're going to end the show on today. Yep. Uh, you Give the explanation. What's going on? Well, from what I read on Sports Illustrated, uh, they were sent home from the UK tour. Conduct detrimental to the company. Uh, we that sounds know, serious. It does sound serious. Uh, reading on in the article, it said that people are calling it going in business for themselves. From what the article's reporting, you know, when that's all we have to go by, we don't know uh, the facts exactly. We know what the article reported from Sports Illustrated. That during SmackDown's show Tuesday night, uh, Kofi Kingston wrestled Sami, Sami Zayn. Yes. At the end of the match, Sami Zayn started laying a beat down on Kofi, right? After the match. Right. The New Day comes in. What was supposed to happen was the New Day was going to beat down Sami and Kevin Owens. But instead, Sami and Kevin rode out of the ring and walked up the ramp. Left the New Day standing in the ring, kind of confused as to what to do now. So, and then all of a sudden the next morning they're sent home. So, I want to say a, a couple of things. One, uh which is on topic. I love that Sports Illustrated's covering wrestling. Yeah. Sports Illustrated has a, a name. Like, there have been wrestling, you know, websites and magazines that go back years, right? Yeah. But they're dirt sheets. And that's how, that's what, we yeah. call, that's what we call them, right? We call right. them dirt sheets. Sports Illustrated is Sports Freaking Illustrated. I mean... Peter King, just the, the guys you can name who write for SI who have gone on to do their own thing, to go on to be major, major players in, in other places is yeah a, a, a mile long. So when you have Sports Illustrated reporting on something, there's probably some legitimacy there because yes. it's because you're not just representing your own name. Right. That's SI's name attached to that. And if you get something wrong, then that looks bad on SI. Now... That being said, if this is true, and I don't believe S.I. would have reported it otherwise, I'm I'm not okay with it. No. Sammy and Kevin. Kevin Owens. Sammy Zayn, I can at least understand a little bit. Kevin Owens has got a hell of a push in WWE. For a guy who most people never thought would get a chance in WWE. No, he, he doesn't look like a WWE superstar. He's had multiple talent runs. He got pushed through the roof. He beat John Cena his first night in the business yeah. in, in the company in the company yeah still had the NXT title no one no one ever got to come to the main roster holding NXT gold right Kevin Owens got to do that Kevin Owens got to make his mark on the main roster while he was still had his spot in NXT so if something happened and he just completely crapped the bed NXT people don't care yeah right? they just don't let him care he's still the NXT champion the NXT people still love him he's got a hell of a push to not want to do business, bad juju. Not okay with yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. Sami Zayn. While I don't excuse it, I can at least kind of understand they've not they've not done anything with him. I'm not. I don't think he's held any titles. I'm not sure how many title shots he's had. 
He's a great performer. Yeah. The fans dig him. I still dig him as a heel. I love him as a heel even more. So I can. So at least there, I can kind of see it while not okay with it. But Kevin Owens, I one hundred percent. Yeah, he's been on top for a long time. I mean, you had everybody. You know, he and Jericho had the big thing going on. You know, the, they were the, the face of America, yeah. the U.S. champion, and I mean, they've just, done everything with Kevin Owens. He's feuded with all I, the top guys. Know. He's feuded, literally everybody. Yeah, he has. Cena, AJ, Roman. I don't know if he fought Brock. He's probably not fought Brock, but Brock's not around very often. I mean, he's fought every top guy in the company. So to do this, not okay with that. Not okay. And like I said, with Sports Illustrated reporting that, I I put some validity in that in that name, Sports Illustrated. Yeah. So, all right, guys, that's all we have time for this week. Uh, Don't forget to go and check out Innovate this Saturday night. When you're hearing this, I'm I'm sure it's going to be Friday. It might be Saturday morning. If you if you listen late, like I said, I'm going to get the podcast up tomorrow morning. Go to Kingsport. Reserve seat. Twenty dollars front seat. 20 bucks front seat to see this amazing card. Unless you're a member of the movie pass, you're not going to get any better entertainment for your money. Go check it out. Yeah. Check us out at work. You know, we're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes, Bonnie Cable podcast. We're on Twitter at Bonnie Cable PC. I'm on Twitter at the one Rayman. Chris is on Twitter at I'm the burger guy. And until next week, see ya. Thank you for listening to the Bonnick Elbow Podcast. The music for our podcast is supplied by bensound.com, your home for license-free music. Do you need music for your multimedia project? Check out bensound.com. All of our artwork is supplied by Aaron Phillips. you need any custom artwork, check her out on Twitter at AaronPhillips430. And last but not least, we want to thank... WJNV 99.1 Jonesville, your Southwest Virginia sports leader, for use of their facilities, without which none of this would be possible.